everybody, it's uh, Murph from Impractical Jokers. Now, I know there's some debate as to, you know, my buddy uh, Nate Townsend, I know there's some debate as to how to pronounce his podcast name. Now, you know, it's, it's uh, Nate, it, it's phonetically spells like Nate D. Gad. Nate, N-A-T-E-D, Nated, I-G-A-D, Nate D. Gad, Nate N. Nated, Nated Gad, Nated, Gad, Nate, Nati, Nated, Egad. This debate. The point is, there's a lot of debate. I'm here to tell you the way it's supposed to be pronounced. It's called Nate Diggity. See what I did? See Nate Diggity, D I G A D. Nate D I G A D, Diggity. Very clear, right? Just listen to the podcast. Welcome to the first episode of It's Pronounced Nate Diggity. That I had to pay for. <laughs> it's really the sixth episode, obviously. I'm your host, as always, Nate Diggity. Sadly, I have to say farewell to free hosting of my podcast and open the old piggy bank. It was nice while it lasted. <laughs> I guess while I'm on it, this episode is sponsored by me. So just picture, I guess, Ricky Bobby's car hood with the big me and a cougar because I'm the sponsor. <laughs> I know we missed last week. I do apologize a lot came up and I was unable to get around to recording. I am definitely sorry about that, but here on out, it's going to keep going. So last week, well, last week, last episode, <laughs> Brian Myers did the intro to my pod, and I wanted to give a quick shout out to him and Matt Cardona. Impact confirmed and AEW confirmed. Congrats, guys. Like I said last time, make sure to check out their pod, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. It's a great listen. But again, congrats to both of you being confirmed. Before we find out what Nikki was saying, I will say I did get some emails with correct and incorrect answers. So I'm sorry to say it was not zero dark 30. I know that was a couple that I got in. That was not it. I'm sorry. I know why you thought that I know, but it wasn't that. <laughs> so without any further ado, let's find out what movie she was describing. Take it away, Nikki. Alright troops, it's time for another answer edition of What's Nicky Saying? So to recap, the clue was Old dude, pure mental hairdo, gets in bed with Osama bin Libyan over some mad go-go juice for his motor. Things go south and his wee pal gets winched by his own maw. An old man with crazy looking hair agrees to work with some Libyan terrorists in order to gain access to power for his car. Things don't go to plan and his friend gets kissed by his own mother. I genuinely don't know how I could have made that one any clearer. But if you haven't guessed it by now, it's Back to the Future. Come on, guys. There it is. She was describing Back to the Future. I know one night she said she was on a Zoom call with a few people, and apparently it took one guy a long time to get it, with a lot of hints being given directly to him. <laughs> so, Mike... Sorry for the headache. <laughs> Two people emailed me from that Zoom meeting with the correct answer. Uh, Mike, 
who will never live it down, and Jeff. But Johnny got it right first with only listening to the episode and no extra hints directly from Nikki. So, Johnny, you're the first winner of What's Nikki Seeing? Congratulations. <laughs> and I know I didn't really say what I was going to give away, but I figured it out since the last episode. I'm going to make some stickers that say, I know what's Nikki saying. So I'm waiting for those to arrive. Once I get those, I'm going to send them out. I'll get your address soon, Johnny. Don't worry. I got you covered. <laughs> so we have the last answer, which means we need a new description, right? Right. Nikki, what's the new description you have for everyone? Who Jakey saved the God Squad for a massive jobby. There's some mad churchy stuff going on and all because the big man's got himself set about over by the arcade. Again? Who Jakey saved the God Squad for a massive jobby. There's some mad churchy stuff going on and all because the big man's got himself set about over by the arcade. Good luck, everyone. Once you listen and figure it out, just email me your guess to natediggitycares at gmail.com. This time I'll actually do it this way. I'll make it more random in case somebody doesn't listen first day or anything like that i'll we'll figure something out but i'm gonna get when i get the stickers in i'll get them out to the winners so good luck <laughs> so real quick i mean i say real quick but it's gonna take just a minute <laughs> if you have netflix and you're looking for a lighthearted and fun movie to watch you should really check out animal crackers uh luke i mean christopher walken <laughs> Gave me the heads up about it. So I checked it out. It's honestly a really good one and really good for all ages too. So this is a movie made by Scott Christian Sava. That's at SSAVA on Twitter, by the way. He said it's actually based on a book he wrote for his twin sons when they were eight. From there, he wrote the screenplay and he said somehow, maybe magic, he got the funding to make it independently. The other day it was trending at number two in the United States on Netflix. So that's really awesome. Congratulations on that. It's animated, which I always love catching voices as they come. And I know I've annoyed people with that before. <laughs> this cast is honestly stacked. It's got Dana DeVito, John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, Sir Ian McKellen, Sylvester Stallone, Raven Simone, Patrick Warburton, Tara Strong, Wallace Shawn, Gilbert Gottfried, and honestly, so many more. So right there alone, you know it's going to be good, right? Yep. <laughs> but yeah, really though, trust me, this is really worth your time. I guess I should give you a, a quick heads up about it, right? Well, this is straight from IMDb, okay? A family must use a magical box of animal crackers to save a rundown circus from being taken over by their evil uncle Horatio P. Huntington. Plus, this isn't from IMDb, but this is just what gets another thumbs up from me. They use the term nincompoop. <laughs> I love that word. I wish it was used more, but I mean, it was used quite a bit in the movie. I enjoyed that. <laughs> so check out Animal Crackers. Your kids will love it, and if you don't have kids, you'll love it. I don't have kids, and I give it two big thumbs up check out animal crackers and let him know on twitter let him know what you thought about it he he would love to hear it i guarantee it so last week i mentioned colin bunn's current kickstarter and wanted to remind everyone 
it ends on august 7th at 2 p.m central so make sure to take a look and get in on this project while you can again just go to kickstarter look up colon bun c-u-l-l-e-n space b-u-n-n and it's right there at the top so go get on that so last weekend was sdcc at home san diego comic-con at home and it was honestly almost as stressful as regular san diego comic-con <laughs> i mean it did have less bo but definitely still stressful i would say it was probably more stressful really to be honest since exclusives were open to more than just the around 130,000 plus that would be in attendance anyway and it was all online everyone was online and crashing sites all day <laughs> all day through the whole weekend because it started thursday and went through sunday i mean it was it was nuts and i mean honestly the sites were crashing whether they were going in the right way the legal way to order or if they're going some backdoor way bot related i'm sure <laughs> but yeah those sites are crashing crazy um I'm going to say my vote for the best experience definitely has to go to Toddland. I know after hearing last week's episode, you're probably thinking I'm just biased. And I mean, maybe partially, <laughs> but not fully while they won. Uh, they had their exclusives open to orders until late Sunday night. So I ordered from them Thursday and kept kind of checking back through the weekend to see if I needed anything else. And I ended up just sticking with that first order. I got enough. I will say, <laughs> but it was super easy. My least favorite would have to go to NECA, sadly, but I will say they were trying to make up for it afterwards. They had an exclusive alien figure and a predator figure. Both went up. I ordered the alien figure for a buddy and shortly later got an email that my order was canceled. They had said that they were monitoring for bots, which is how a lot of people get the rare items and flip for more, obviously because that can go through and not have to worry about any proper checkout and all that good stuff. But anyway, they ended up canceling a lot of orders that shouldn't have apparently. And I was one of those. <laughs> so I hopped back in and got the alien with the second order. And I didn't get the cancellation that time. I don't get it. And it was the thing is too, like their site was one item per order or one item per household is what it was so yeah that second order was fine so whatever <laughs> but sadly i did miss out on the predator figure neca also had the turtle set i mentioned last episode that went up on target site now that was a mess and a half right there that was a mess uh... <laughs> everyone was told they would go up at the top of a specific hour but ended up going up about 40 minutes later for just a few seconds. I would probably honestly say even a couple seconds, if that. I managed to somehow refresh just at the right time, and I got a set. Apparently, the size shirt I went for with my set was the last to sell. I saw someone post that, the, that it wasn't their size, but they were just happy to get it, so they got it. Um, that was the exclusive I had to have, though. Now, I will say... I'm thankful I got it. I actually have already gotten it delivered to me, but they sent me the wrong size shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So I posted around trying to get the right size shirt. I have a feeling that's not going to happen. I'm going to be stuck with the wrong size. So I'll probably turn that into like a, a big back patch for a vest or something. I don't know. It's kind of kind of bad though because it's a cool shirt. But hey, things happen. I got the set. That's the main thing. The shirt was kind of the bonus added to it. So, oh well. Still really can't believe I got it, honestly. <laughs> Let's see, Mondo had... Really, Mondo had just had their, their regular crazy sellout times because whether it was San Diego or not, Mondo's prints sell out super quick. Now, if you're not you know aware of them, check it out, uh, mondotees.com. They usually have random drops of prints from different artists for different movies, TV shows, and different things like that. So this year they had a lot of stuff for Comic-Con. Now, they always do it for Comic-Con. Usually, like, you have to be at their booth right when they drop in order to get them because again these sell out they're only usually about 125 to about 250 i think 250 is usually the max unless they do a timed edition to where they're just open for all weekend and you can get one in yeah so that's that's usually how it is so if you're not at the booth right when they go up yeah you're probably not getting it um and online is definitely the same you have to be ready because there's a lot of people trying to get for it. And especially with San Diego Comic-Con at home, that made it even worse. So <laughs> the first day for Mondo, I tried getting prints for a couple prints for Peanuts and one into the Spider-Verse. They all sold out as I was checking out. So those were a bust. Um, the next day, I was trying to get between Ghostbusters and Bill and & Ted's Excellent Adventure Ghostbusters sold out in my cart, but somehow I was able to actually go back and add uh, Bill and Ted. For some reason, it didn't add when I tried to. So I went back, added it, and was able to get it. So I managed to finally get a Mondo print. This is the first time. And I think it was only uh 225 print run. So it's still kind of low, but one of their higher runs. But still, I have it. It It is an incredible piece. I can't wait to frame it. Uh, it's there was one day in there that I forgot what they did um, and what they had available. Oh, no, they had they had some Dark Knight stuff and Batman animated stuff. Those look great. I knew those were going to sell out quick, so I didn't even try. I'll be honest. <laughs> Sunday, man, Sunday they had some really cool X-Men prints. I forgot about it. I, I honestly just completely forgot that they were dropping prints on Sunday, and I missed those. Um, they were really good, though. Really nice. But, yeah. I'm definitely happy that I got the one I got because like I said, the Mondo prints, they sell out so quick. There's been so many over the years I've wanted uh, between Goonies, Back to the Future, like we mentioned earlier, Ghostbusters, like they've had a ton of Ghostbuster ones. I do have a Thor one, that, but I got it on eBay. I didn't score it normally. Um, and I think that's it. I think I only had that one. I might have a Captain Marvel one. Can't remember. Obviously, they're still in tubes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I know I said the Target NECA thing was a mess, but even more of a mess was Funko. <laughs> but that is one pretty much everyone saw coming because that is the big collectible that everybody's out for are the Funko Pops, and especially the San Diego Comic-Con ones. That made it even worse. But... Let's get into that. 
going back, I had about 14 different pops in my cart. As soon as the site went up, like I was on it, I was ready, had them all added. They were in my cart. And then the site started crashing and kept going and kept going. And 40 minutes later, I got to check out with six of those pops. <laughs> I mean, I would say the biggest bummer out of it really was I am one short from having the full Anchorman set. Somehow Brian Fantana sold out before any other guys. So I'm still trying to find him, sadly. But I can't wait to add that to my collection. I haven't gotten those in the mail yet. Those are still being shipped. But I did manage to pick up a few of the other ones that I'd missed from Australia, thanks to my buddy Riley. So I'm getting some in Australia, some to my place. I'm getting most of them. <laughs> so that's my wrap up of San Diego Comic-Con at home in a nice little box with a bow on top, everything like that. It was a mess. I got a few things overall. It was stressful, just like the regular con. <laughs> While we're on the topic of cons, though, I was asked to kind of talk more about comic cons and things like that. Now I will say this. So one big difference between San Diego comic-con and almost any other comic-con is San Diego comic-con. Yes, you do get to meet celebrities, but it's a little harder because at C2E2. So like the con that I interviewed agent M at now, that's one of my favorite cons. So there, if you're wanting to meet celebrities, they, get their guest celebrities and you can go up to their table and buy an autograph or set up for a photo op with them. A lot of them will do pictures with you at their tables, which ends up being a lot cheaper than a photo op. So you can do it that way. Now San Diego comic-con is a little different. They do have an area where they have celebrities kind of, posted up with booths and things, not as big of an area as they would at like C2E2 or anything like that. And sometimes they have uh, free signings. Now their free signings, it's really hard to get into. Last year I tried to get into what we do in the shadows um, and Bob's burgers. Um, basically what happens is you get X amount of, credits to try and get into like the exclusives lines, um, celebrity, um, free signings and things like that. I put all of my credits in for each day for those two and I didn't get selected. So it's a lot more difficult. It's obviously free because you've already paid enough to get there. I guess at that point they're like, well, yeah, we'll give you something for free, but it's really hard to get in those. So with San Diego, it's more your luck to be able to meet people. So like my first time I went to San Diego Comic-Con, my first celebrity I met was actually on the floor. I was flipping through comics and looked over and saw a girl go, hey, can I get your, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, wait, I looked up. I was like, that's Diedrich Bader. That is Diedrich Bader. That is amazing. So I kind of hopped over and I was like, can I get a picture too? <laughs> 
Uh, he he graciously did. He's a super nice guy. But again, like that was just flipping through comics and you just happen to see it. Now that's what San Diego is more about to where you might see somebody on the floor just kind of browsing. But at the same time, celebrities have started getting to where they'll dress up to where you don't know it's them on the floor, which is smart. I think I actually, I know one year Jack Black dressed up as, I believe a stormtrooper, And I actually think I passed him, but I didn't know it because again, Stormtrooper, but I think it was just right as somebody was finding out it was him right before he left the floor, basically. So that happened. And I know I have walked by just random people. I've ran, um, I've ran. No, I've not ran. I walked by Harry King of Slayer. He was just outside the front of the con, just smoking a cigarette. I was in line with the volunteers to go to my job, um, where I would have stopped and said, Hey, you know, nice to meet you kind of stuff. He wouldn't have cared, obviously. But um, another is, now this one is a really funny one. I was, I, I think I was on the way to either get to a volunteer job or trying to figure out where something was. But either way, like I was in, I was in the hallway about to go into the con either way. And I see George R.R. R. Martin on a motorized like scooter thing. And I mean, he just putted right by me, and I was just like, "That was George R. R. Martin." Like, what? <laughs> so that's that's another thing that can happen, and it happens quite a bit. You just don't really realize it. And even when uh, I was getting a picture with Diedrich Bader, I saw, um, oh, what's his name? I gotta look it up. I can't. Donald Faison. Yeah, that's his name. I didn't have to look it up. I'm still pulling it up right now. I'm going to double check make sure I said it right. Yeah, Donald Faison um, from, you know, like you might know him from Scrubs or Clueless. But yeah, he actually ran by, like as I was getting a picture with Diedrich. So that's San Diego Comic-Con for you trying to meet celebrities. You'll see him, but it's a very rare occurrence, especially now. Now, other cons, like I said, you get to pay to meet them. And honestly, a lot of them are just, you know, hanging around their tables either way. So you can just walk up and talk to them. I know like CM Punk, for instance, I've met him pretty much every time I've gone to the con and yeah, I'll just, if nobody's in line, like I've, I've stood there and talked to him for a little bit. Um, Colin Bunn is another, you know, he'll, he'll be an artist alley. Just go talk to him. He's cool to talk to. I've talked to him for a while. I mean, Oh, here's another thing. So a big difference. And I know I'm kind of doing like the differences between them, but this is just kind of way you can kind of know. And this is really for the, like the people that haven't really been to any of the big comic cons at all. This is kind of your like inside of what to expect when you do go. So if you're one, like if you're expecting to see and meet celebrities, don't go to San Diego comic con. I'll say that right now. If you're wanting to meet you know, your favorite creators, writers, artists, don't go to San Diego Comic-Con. So, I mean, really, so here's another fun story for you. Now, this, again, goes back to San Diego Comic-Con. I was walking the floor one day, and I think it was, yeah, I was walking the floor one day last year, and I happened to see Scott Snyder. Now, you might know him, hopefully, as a writer for DC Comics for some big titles, um, 
really batman has been his biggest one and of course now he's like on the uh death metal and everything like that going on so i see him and i just go scott he turns and goes hey i was like hey man and we kind of just went back and forth for a minute and he goes are you gonna be you know around this area you know here at one o'clock or whatever time it was i said i mean i can be he goes well hey come by i'm doing a signing i'll get you in and this is the thing and again this kind of goes back to the differences between the two cons or you know the different cons this one you had to get a wristband you had to get up early in the morning get in line and get a wristband before they sold out and maxed out on how many people he was going to be signing for at c2e2 for instance if scott snyder is there he's signing all day he might go do a panel and be back but he's signing all day you don't have to have a wristband you can show up you know later in the day if need be and you'll probably get to meet him as long as the line isn't too crazy and it hasn't been capped so this one yeah i just met him on the on the floor just randomly because i'm one of those weird people that knows what the comic writers and artists look like so i'm weird and started talking to him but i mean it was a really good interaction i he got me right in line like i was like third or fourth in line to you know meet him so that was awesome <laughs> and yeah got some autographs and headed out and got a picture with them and then went on my way but that's the thing comic-con you might meet them on the floor and have a great interaction or you might meet them on the floor and they're just like we got to get out kind of like okay and i forgot to mention this when i met Diedrich bader his wife was with them and then after a couple pictures she was like can we go <laughs> which is understandable. I, I kind of felt bad about actually stopping him for a picture, but it was Diedrich Bader. Like he was a big part of my childhood. What with the Drew Carey show alone. I mean, come on. So I had to, that was awesome. <laughs> and this episode is brought to you by that was awesome. <laughs> Another thing like with like the free signings, I got a free signing with Patton Oswalt at, c2e2 it was right after his panel he set up at a table ran in i got in line i actually did run to this one i will say that <laughs> i ran in got a got in line and got in line before it was capped to capacity is what that means obviously the line is at capacity they're not going to let anybody else in so that's another thing that you have to deal with really at at, Comic at san diego comic-con more than any others the lines will be at capacity way before you get there i've run into it at fan days here in dallas as well to where i got there early got on the i was actually in line before the floor opened and by the time i got to a booth to get my autograph it was already capped and that was pretty disappointing because i actually woke up early <laughs> and i don't usually do that for a whole lot of stuff but I tried that day and miserably failed. They said, come back by around such and so time and try again. And I was like, nah, it's not worth my time. So I just moved on from there. I think that one was for, I think that was Jeff Goldblum that it was capped out. I got to meet him later in the day because I did have a photo op with some buddies. So that was 
Awesome. See, there you go. I just threw that one in on purpose, though. <laughs> but yeah, Jeff Goldblum, I've met him. Um, Paul Rudd, Alicia Silverstone. I mean, really, the list can go on. I know my buddy Ryan is the one that kind of wanted me to kind of go on to this a little bit further and talk about who I've met and everything. And I mean, really, there's so many that I have met, and I don't, I'm not trying to brag about it. It's just a cool experience that I've been able to have, really. The I would say probably my favorite photo op that I've had is probably with CM Punk because I got in there and he was like, All right, what are we doing? I was like, I looked at him, I go, Choke cold. He goes, You, me, me, you. And I was like, You, me. He's like, All right, stand right here. <laughs> and then he put me in a chokehold and it was a legit chokehold. And if you're, if you follow me on Facebook, you've probably seen it. If you don't, I need to add it somewhere. I'll throw that up on Instagram and Twitter here soon. Um, but that was probably my favorite photo op. I've had quite a few photo ops. Paul Rudd was cool too. Um, I got him to do the ant salute for all the tell him Steve Dave ants out there. That was another cool experience, but yeah, I mean, it's just really cool. And honestly, the first time I got to meet speaking of tell him Steve Dave, uh, Brian Johnson was at a con. It was at Walker stalker con here in Dallas met him mike and ming all three the first time right then and there and yeah the rest was history on that <laughs> i'm trying to think of what else i could cover yeah i think i've covered quite a bit if i think of anything i'll throw it in at the end if there's anything else you guys want to hear um like if you've ever wanted to go to a convention let me know i'll cover it and kind of give you a heads up because i can give you kind of a survivor's guide of survivor's guide survival guide survival guide there we go i'll give you a, some sort of survival guide once all the world opens back up and we can go back to cons i've got you covered i have a lot of tips and tricks that i do whenever i go to cons to make sure that like i stay hydrated and different things like that so let me know what you think i will take that feedback and run and give you more <laughs> and if you guys ever have any questions or comments or anything if you want to know more about conventions um from me let me know you can always email me at natediggitycares at gmail.com just put subject um episode question help whatever you want don't put nikki though unless that's your answer for what's nikki saying because that's how i, I keep those separate <laughs> but yeah let me know what you want to hear and we'll go from there <laughs> All right, let's talk some comics. <laughs> now, since I missed last week, I do want to go ahead and cover last week's key issues that I think are good to pick up and some that you should at least kind of look into. Sorry again that we missed that, but what I'll try and do is if I do miss a week, I'll try and post this either on Twitter or Facebook or somewhere. Um, probably by the time I drop this, I will have a Facebook group open um been meaning to do that that's going to happen so by the time you listen to this there should be a facebook group that you can actually join and that way i can kind of keep track and give everybody updates as the weeks go and everything like that so that's going to be there keep an eye out for that and just look up it's pronounced nate diggity it'll be there hopefully <laughs> so one book that i that i personally picked up was the teenage mutant ninja turtles annual number one mainly because 
they had rat king featuring shredder but mostly because krang was fused with leatherhead when i read that i knew i had to have that issue <laughs> i didn't get the variant i wanted my store only had just one copy of it so i grabbed it the variant there is a variant that is really good it was actually done by kevin eastman go figure where it has krang fused with leatherhead and i mean it just looks so cool <laughs> it's very very kevin eastman art so if you know his art that's what it looks like <laughs> um let's see there's a now we'll say this going into this one dc has been doing a lot of these one in 25 variants lately and for some reason i mean they're just blowing up i mean they are you know showcasing one specific character so this last week was on legion of superheroes number seven with gold lantern if you go back and you don't have number six i would suggest grabbing legion of superheroes number six that was the first full appearance of the gold lantern that's gonna be a big one it's already i think it's probably around like 15 bucks right now um so that's one to kind of check out if you're looking for first appearances wonder woman actually had a first appearance of a character named liar liar and apparently they have a whole new creative team on this starting on this issue so it's wonder woman number 759 that's another first appearance you might check out another first appearance is on captain marvel number 18 which is the first appearance of the half sister of carol danvers um laurie l so that'll be a good one that one is actually picking up some some cred too because i mean just look at the cover i don't want to ruin it for you but carol becomes a a something no comment <laughs> here's another good one x factor number one this is actually the first team appearance of this version of x factor 2 it's North Star, Polaris, Prodigy, iBoy, Dakin, and Prestige. So that'll be a good one to pick up. And going back, you know, I always talk about the second print variants that come out. Thor number five has a second print that came out this past week. That's another one that you might want to check out. If you missed the original, um, go for the second print. Because, I mean, it's going to be good. It's got Black Winter, so you're going to need it. So grab that one. All right, before we get into this week's books, I did want to bring up that Wonder Woman issue that I just mentioned. I saw that it actually just got a second print coming soon. So if you can grab the first print, that's great. If not, there's a second print coming. So this week's kind of keys to pick up and look for. One that's actually really cool, pretty sweet, really cool, all that good stuff. <laughs> it's Alien, the original screenplay. So this is actually a comic book adaptation from the original screenplay for Alien. So this has been something that's been talked about for a while happening, and it's finally coming out this week, so check that one out. One big one that it hasn't hit the shelves yet because it's this week that is already, it already has a second print, you know, coming that the, because this one sold out so quick, is Dark Knight's Death Metal legends of the dark knights number one the main reason is it's the first full appearance of robin king there's apparently 
a lot of first appearances of other multiverse Batman in this issue as well. So there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> there's a, it's, it also has the origin of B-Rex, which is dinosaur Batman and the first full appearance of the darkest night. So this is a huge one. Like I said, it's already sold out everywhere. They already have a second print coming for this one before it even hits the shelves for the first print. So, you know, that's going to be a huge one to get. There are a couple variants for it. Well, only one real variant and then the second print that's coming out. Then we have Firepower number one and number two. Now, this was one that actually came out as a free comic book uh, a couple weeks ago for free comic book day. But it's Robert Kirkman's new book. So they're actually putting out issues, individual issues, because what they did is they put out the free comic book day comic and the trade with all the books. And then now they're doing the single issues. So if you're a Robert Kirkman fan, Walking Dead and Invincible and things like that, this would definitely be something you want to pick up. <laughs> this one just makes me laugh because this is Metal Shark Bro 2 Assault on Hamzig Island number one. So the description is Metal Shark Bro is forced to out of retirement after a demon kidnaps his hamster. So just from that, it might be something to check out. <laughs> Let's see, that one is from Scout Comics. Um, Scout Comics has been putting out quite a bit of stuff like this recently, so you might check that out. For the Transformers fans, we have My Little Pony slash Transformers number one coming out. So... <laughs> I know a lot of people, if you're a fan of Transformers, you're probably not a huge fan of My Little Pony, probably, is my guess. But I know there's those completionists that will probably grab this no matter what, even if they don't like My Little Pony. So there you go. <laughs> if you missed Negan Lives number one, there is a second print coming out where Negan Lives is actually in blue instead of how the first prints were. I think they were red, and there are all sorts of different colors because there are different variants of it. Continuing with Joker War, Batman number 96 has the first appearance of Clown Hunter. So that's coming out this week. Um, Black Cat number 12 has a variant cover that actually has her in full metal Black Cat armor. It looks pretty sweet. <laughs> and especially like it's a huge change for Black Cat because she's been pretty much the same costume for quite a while. So that's a huge change. It's kind of Iron Man-esque, but with claws and ears. <laughs> it's definitely different than her current costume. I'll just say that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm just going to keep calling myself out on stuff like that. It's just fun. Um, oh, this is a cool one. So a couple months back or a month back or so, there was an issue of Marvel Action Avengers number 10 that actually was the first appearance of a Yellow Hulk. So this is another one that the second print is actually coming out this week. I think that one, I actually grabbed that one because I saw it was a first appearance of a Yellow Hulk. I thought that was cool, so I grabbed it. And I think that was a pretty low print run. I think that was just one nobody really expected until the day of release. Um, I told the guy at my comic shop who runs it, I told him as I was checking out, and he kind of looked at me like, okay. <laughs> I was just like, well, hey, just so you know, this one has first appearance of Yellow Hulk. And he goes, oh, okay, that's how that went. <laughs> but I thought he, I would tell him so he could let other people know. And I mean, obviously he didn't 
he didn't know because he was very confused at why I was even telling him something like that and what I was saying, really, probably. <laughs> uh, another one, this is another second print coming out, is Thor number four. Now, this is just right before Black Winter came out, so that's one to pick up. There is, if you missed Star Wars Bounty Hunters number one, there's another second print coming out this week for that as well. I mean, really, there's just a lot of second prints coming out, which is, I mean, that's a good sign because that means people are buying comics right now or they're just short running them to where, you know, they're not making enough right now. So they are having to run a second print either way. I mean, that's a good sign for the comic business because as we all know, it's rough out there right now for everybody and especially with comics because comic stores were shut down for a while and that was already kind of a struggling business as it is. So it's good to see all these second print variants coming. And this week's free comic book day book that you definitely want to pick up is Invincible number one. It's free. It's going to be, I mean, it's already a huge hit book as it is. And it's just getting hotter because it's been optioned. So that's going to be coming your way soon. I would pick that one up. Even though it's a free comic book day book, that one can actually go up in value i've seen it happen with some other books so let's see anything else um it, oh empire number four does come out apparently according to the solicitation there is a death of a character in it so who knows who that'll be of course no spoilers because it's a big story going on so of course they're not going to put it out there yet and I'm glad because that would just be rude. <laughs> yeah, looks like that's that's pretty much it for this week. There's a few other things coming out. I mean, there's going to be a lot coming out. These are just kind of the highlights, of course, of ones I suggest you might want to pick up and check out. Well, I'll throw one more out there. In the Sandman universe, there's a new book, The Dreaming Waking Hours Number 1 is coming out. And it says it's the first appearance of Ruin. Um, which is a nightmare masterpiece created by dream that goes awry. So throw that one out there as well. Why not? <laughs> and I forgot to mention during all the uh, exclusives I was talking about during the San Diego comic-con at home, I did manage to get a Hallmark ornament, which I know that's weird for a comic-con, but they always have their special editions. And this year were for star Wars, they had the Imperial probe droid, and only 3,200 pieces, like I said in the last episode. I did manage to get one. It's already here. It's really heavy. I don't know how like sturdy they think trees are anymore, but it's pretty heavy, and it's probably going to drag the tree down, honestly, all the way. It's pretty heavy <laughs> for an ornament of a probe droid, which it's just pretty heavy. I just, I don't know. But either way, it's cool looking. I've, knowing me, I'll probably keep it in the box, but again, that's Probably mainly because it's just so heavy. Because <laughs> I don't want my tree to fall if I put one up. <laughs> Either way, guys, If you again, if you have any questions, concerns, whatevers, email me at natediggitycares at gmail.com. Follow me everywhere at natediggity. Also, I always forget to mention, leave a review if you don't mind. Um, I actually have 20 ratings on iTunes, which was incredible. I checked it just a minute ago. So thank you all for the reviews. Got one that says pretty cool. <laughs> hey, 
hey this podcast is more than just pretty cool it's excellent if you want tips on comic books collectibles or anything in that wheelhouse nate will cover it thank you for that this one is listen to this podcast just do it i appreciate that (laughs) yo this guy freaking rocks thank you (laughs) super ultra mega rad dudo it's just dandy the chuckle makes my day (laughs) well thank you (laughs) glad you like that (laughs) because it's it's mine (laughs) all right and that is it for this week sorry again that i missed last week making it up for you guys with this week hopefully if not hopefully the next week but either way have a great week ahead of you and until then uh, that was fun